welcome to the deep dive, the live dive. How are you, Mr. Smith? I'm good, Trent, mate. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Apologies for the delays last week. I was sick as a dog and we couldn't all figure out a time to get together. I don't know where sick as a dog comes from. I was thinking about that today. It was like rabies era. Like, Yeah, I don't know either because most of the dogs I meet, they're, they're, they're pretty happy and jov- jovial most of the time. When they're sick, it doesn't last that long. I was unwell. It was no good. Go it was bad. Some, did you eat some grass and get it all out of your system? I did. Yeah. Um, but not much speaking. You, no. did, you didn't want a podcast from us, trust me. Uh, and the round looked pretty straightforward. So we thought, eh, people can figure their tips out. And the round was 400. Yeah. We worked out just before we started recording, 411 points combined. Differential. Dif- differential. That's so, unbelievable. Talking about tips, how did you go on the weekend? I got seven. But I yeah. stu- I did really Put stupidly at the last second tip Essendon. I, I would have got eight, but the last second I was like, I just felt that they would win one more game and I'm a complete idiot, obviously. But, yeah, that was pretty stupid. That is what you say. Well, I also tipped Freo to beat St Kilda. That was a very close yeah, game. Yeah, very close game. Um, they could have gone either way. Massive thanks to our sponsors at Hops to Home. Hops to Home is a craft beer delivery service. They deliver craft beer across the country, get cans from breweries all across Australia and put them into packs, send them out to Australians. Uh, porters, IPAs, I have... You've got it there too. I've got one here. I've got an other side anthem, which I've never heard of the brewery before. No. This is the cool thing about... That's why, yeah, that's Hops why we're home. on board. So you get some interesting stuff. Yep, I like the retro, retro uh, packaging there. Retro. Looks very 70s-esque. It does. Good looking um, beer. From Freo, yeah, it's really nice. Um, really fresh, interesting. They've got some good stuff. Uh, they always get the cans. Basically, as things have been brewed, they throw them into the, the, the packs and send them out. So you can get cases of 10 or 20, 20. as well. Uh, AFL Deep Dive, as a promo code, gets you $25 off your first pack. So, so it's a pretty good deal. Very good deal. And um, yeah, look, it's coming into footy finals. Not that you need an excuse to get brewery fresh canned yeah. beer, yeah. Uh, but there's an excuse if you need one. Exactly. Uh, we also need to chat about a new sponsor-ish, uh, yes. Google Boat. So I'm not sure whether you've seen this on the telly, the old mate uh, Google Boat yeah, that's been popping Channel up. Channel 7 have been pumping throwing it, it, pumping it, pumping it. Uh, on the Friday night, if you vote uh, during the during game, the game uh, full player of that game. So during uh, 8.30 and 10.45, so not yeah. like you, which makes sense because you can't vote someone immediately as the game starts. No, you can't just sit no. there and go, oh, I want this guy. It's after the game. It's not us. No, no, no. He retired. No, he's not there anymore. Yeah. And then from now, since 3 p.m. today through to Wednesday, you can vote for player of the round. Yeah. So jump on to Google. Just put in Google AFL vote. Uh, Just type AFL, AFL vote, vote into Google. If you haven't done it already, um, it's a bit of fun. You can get votes. You can look at the news. You can pick your best player of the, the Friday night game and then the, the round from Monday to Wednesday. Yeah. Bit of fun. Bit of interesting stuff from Google. I think it'll be interesting to see kind of through the year how they kind of drive that data and what they do with it. So that'll be good. Yeah, it might be another player vote uh, award. Yeah, might be more interesting than... The than, Google Brownlow. Yeah. The Google Brownlow. Well, <laughs> speaking of the Brownlow, this is probably the most interesting. We were just talking about it before. Yeah. Uh, please, any questions that you've got, this is obviously streaming live on Facebook. That's how you found us. If you do see uh, kind of anything you want to talk about, please put it up in the questions on the site. Brownlow, I think we're getting close to it. I think we can start talking about it now. I don't like when people talk about the Brownlow halfway through the year, but I think we're clearly close to it now. Yeah, absolutely. We spoke a minute ago. This has to be the most open race in, in years. Absolutely. We, yeah, we, you and I just went through some of the team. We probably think there's only so we think six, six or seven, seven teams that don't have at least one player that is going to be in the calculations 
become the pointy end of ta- uh, town when it comes to the Brownlow vote. So if you've got um, your suggestions, who you think is going to who's a chance? The Brownlow, um, a Smokey, who you, who, which team you think is going to vote the most, or anything yeah. like that. Uh, Put it in the comments and uh, we'll have a chat about it later after we had, we've gone through all the other stuff. We had a bit of a short conversation, but it ended up kind of kept going because we were like, hang on a second, like, you know, someone from Adelaide could win it. You know, Cripps maybe could sneak there, but yeah. it's going to be tough, not enough games, but maybe. Dunkley and Bont from the Doggies. Definitely. Definitely up there. Um, Yo, yeah. he's a big chance from West Zach Coast Clark for me. Zach Essendon. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, the Frost Wall- at Melbourne. Oh, Frost at Melbourne. Oh, Oliver. Oliver, these are who the these are who you want to vote in the players. Yeah, first. absolutely. Um, you could just troll Google by doing that, but no, no, yeah. you should should vote probably. Um, but how the umpires are going to vote is going to be interesting. So I, I think this year is actually probably one of the most interesting brownlows in a very long time. Yes, we reckon there's probably ten or eleven players just off the top of it, which head is that quite a few. Could yeah take out the gong. Well, we were saying that generally speaking, when you go into the brownlow, you've really only got like a handful five max. max. That could genuinely win it. I mean, obviously, every now and then someone randomly wins it, but most of the time it's a very small group. But this year it feels like it's at least double that, which is great. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, much more interesting on the red carpet. Definitely. So there, that's sort of a bit of housekeeping. Um, tonight we're going to do a bit of a, a review preview thing because we were off last week as well as any other kind of catch-up chatter. Um, any other questions that you wanted to ask us last week or stuff from, from round 20 as well that we didn't get to. We won't go through the round 20 games. We'll just do 21 and 22. Yeah. Um, but if anything kind of happened in the last couple of weeks, just let us know. I think let's um, let's get started. Get started. Should we do a yeah. bit of a ladder recap as well? Yeah, I think that'd be a good idea. There hasn't been a great deal of news in the last week to chat about that no. we can't talk about in the games like we've been doing anyway. Yeah, and, and a lot of the news, yeah, exactly, probably is not like, quite confirmed yet. So let, yeah. let's do a bit of a run through the ladder. So from the top, so Geelong uh, on 60 points... Um, with 15 wins and five losses, so obviously you know doing very very well, um, big percentage still with 134. A lot of criticism on Geelong in the last few weeks, but they still are sitting in a pretty good position. Yeah, I mean the first half of the year, obviously though, were head and shoulders above the rest of the comp. But since the buy, yeah, we basically win loss win loss. They've done the Port Adelaide yeah. um, scenario, so obviously yeah, there's a bit of. Mm, Conversation about are they a legitimate contender? I think that's just part of the parcel of the the length of the season, and oh, they're on top of the ladder for a reason. Yeah, and I think ultimately, like recently, we've seen situations where Geelong have kind of faltered towards the finals. I'm I'm kind of happy if they falter before then. Yeah, and then once it comes to finals, can recorrect. It was a pretty rubbish game to watch for any spectator, really. Surely, even a Geelong fan. I spoke to some Geelong fans today that didn't enjoy. That Geelong North game, but... But to keep a team to 14 points. Still very good. Yeah, it was a horrible game to watch. Yeah. Um, but... But you... Like Scott and the coaching panel would be like, you beauty. You, yeah. You can do that. You can do that to any team. Cause... I still think they're a massive chance. They're still, for me, without a doubt, in, in the top teams for flag contention. They yeah. have to be. They're yeah. going to be in a very good position. They're going to have to pretty royally screw it up. Absolutely. Because and... even in these close Chris Scott seasons where they've come in and then stuffed it up, they haven't been top of the ladder. No, exactly right. So, I mean... <laughs> The only downside for them is if it was if we finished the home and away season as it sits right now, they would be playing a home final against Richmond at the MCG. Yeah, which they'll go in confidence. Geelong's but on it's ground, not, the MCG. But it's, yeah, it's not ideal. Uh, so they'll be hoping for probably someone else to play in the first week of the finals other than Richmond because it's at the MCG. Mm. 
that's my personal opinion anyway. which is in Geelong the MCG yeah it's right down there it's, it's, in it's actually right near Torquay yeah yep. as I was further <laughs> it's past Geelong yeah. um, so that's Geelong I, yeah I think we'll, we'll obviously talk about them in the game but I think they are still definitely in the hunt I'm not yeah, they've got enough worried per- yeah. no they've got enough personnel to worry teams and be pretty strong contender I agree Brisbane, in I would say the story of the year. In I had them just outside of the eight. I was very tempted to put them in, but I had them just outside. Yeah, I, felt, I felt twenty twenty was going to be the year where they were in this position. So this is amazing that they've jumped essentially a year ahead. A heap of wins in a row. Now sitting uh, fifteen wins as well. Uh, five losses, and you know still still very healthy percentage in one hundred and twenty one. They absolutely murdered uh, the Gold Coast, which we will talk about for three maybe five seconds. Yep. But that is a yeah, I mean, incredible result, and I think Brisbane are. I think they're very much a live chance to win the flag this year now. Yeah, they've shown enough. Absolutely, barely any injuries. They look great. Well, that's. I was funny you mentioned that because they've arguably now got one of the best uh, medico staff in the comp, along with Hawthorne and Sydney. Uh, when yeah. you look at some of these other teams, your Melbournes and your Collingwoods haven't been able to continually get players back from injury, whereas. Um, North, oh, North, I'm sorry, Brisbane haven't had to deal with too many injuries. And when they have, <clears throat> they've got the players right back. I mean, Zorko was a great example over the last fortnight. Yeah. He twin, twinged his hammy one week and was rested, and now they got him back, and he played a really good game on the weekend. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they are a live chance. It's just whether the, they're going to be mature enough to cope with the increase in intensity come finals. They'll be ready for it mentally because they've got uh, Fagan and Hodge there. Yeah. But that's one thing, um, doing it out in the parks. Another, I'm not writing them off. I think they're a very big chance and it looks like they're going to play two home finals at the Gabba. Yeah, I, I, I think they will de- I think they'll definitely get to a prelim. I'll be really, really surprised if Brisbane don't get through to a prelim. Um, it's just whether they can have the... I guess tenacity, but also the the skill set, the maturity, all the different things that come with getting through to a grand final. It's just whether they can, they'll they'll get to a prelim in a decent position. In in my opinion, it's it's whether they can execute it on the day. I could see them just falling in a prelim and then next year coming back and being almost the best side in the league, if not the best side in the league. I could definitely see that scenario playing out. But yeah, if they make it through to a grand final, wow, then 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 anything's up in the air. Because they, they they know they would know then they've got you know nothing to lose. They'll give this their best shot. They're, yep. they're so hard to come by, and then you never know. On the day, a lot of strange things can happen on grand final day. So, yeah, look, I, I think Brisbane yeah. are a massive chance. Obviously, there's, there's a yeah, there's a little bit of uh, 08 Hawks about them, isn't there? There is. There's yep. some. There's something about it. And the last few years, we've seen a couple of fairy tale type of stories. With the, I know, like it's not going to happen every year, but we have seen the dogs. We have seen Richmond. Richmond. Is it going to be Brisbane? And I mean, West Coast were down in the grand final for what ninety eight percent of the game, and they won it. So I mean, yeah. strange things happen in grand finals. As and they we topped, know. and they topped off Melbourne, who looked like they were going to be the fairy tale last year. So yeah. there's yeah, there's, there's every chance that Brisbane have put them in a much better position than all of those teams. Without a doubt, so, yeah. they look fantastic. I think yeah. I think they're, they're without well, a doubt. Were they eight wins in a, on the trot? So Seven or eight or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. So yeah, they're um, doing really well. Massively. And then West Coast Eagles also own 15 wins with five losses, uh, 117%. So still very good percentage. They look like they're just really hitting their straps now, four wins in a row. Um, I think 
probably one of the games of the season, almost hopefully, is going to be, um, well, certainly the home and away is going to be West Coast Richmond next week. Yeah. Um, do we think West Coast is still Blitz an incredible it, I mean, chance? The I mean, top, they're just the, dominant the top, teams still. The top four play each other this round. Yeah. So, which is great. Crazy. Yeah, well, look, given how bad last round was, yeah. that, that's that's nice to finally see. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, West West Coast and Richmond are still the two teams to beat. Yeah. In, in my eyes, they're starting to really show the football world uh, the caliber of their personnel and what they're capable of. West Coast really should have won by a lot more. They just couldn't do it yeah. on the scoreboard, which is yeah. unusual for them. And yeah, they're sitting pretty. It's not obviously. I thought they may have sewn up a top two spot by now. Yeah. Um, so there's still a lot of play for them. Well, so they're they're all, all, they're top all three re- teams are all in the same amount of wins. Yeah. yeah, so they're all in the top four are all going to have to play pretty good football yeah. for the last two rounds, which is good. There's not going to be any resting of plays, you wouldn't think, no. uh, from those top teams in the final round. Yeah. Which is good for football, I guess. It is. I look that they, they look fantastic still. Um, I you can mount an argument they they look better at this time of the year than they did last year. Um, w- w- yeah, for me, without a doubt. So I think I think they're a massive chance to, to go on and win it again. Um, and then Richmond, one game behind. Richmond, you know, the whole thing with Richmond in the last two or three years has really been timing your run. And you know, twenty seventeen, they obviously couldn't have timed it any better. Eighteen, they probably couldn't have timed it any worse. Looking back in retro, back in you know retrospect now. I mean, they, they were so good through the season. They dominated the year. They were, they were comfortably the best team for a lot of the year. Well, certainly in Melbourne they were. They yeah. kept losing games away, which we, we spoke quite a lot about how people were overrating them because they were losing games away um, and only just winning a couple of games against top sides. And they hadn't played a lot of top, top sides, sides. They had such a ridiculously That's good fixture. Such an easy fixture for a, it was a too easy team. Well, yeah. they, they requested a harder fixture and they're going to get it. They've got West Coast. Uh, yeah, it's a much harder fixture and I think later in playing, the year I think and Brisbane they've got two and considering the injuries and everything I think they've played this season better than they did last year I think so too I think they've put themselves in a better position um, it's all whether they can cover everything and a few things have yeah. to go right for them to win the flag true but five in a row is obviously still very very good they're, go- they're going into the point of the season with the right mindset and the yeah. right game plan and obviously wins on the board. And they don't care if the if the, if the siren blew now. They don't care if it if they play Geelong because they play in the home ground anyway. So oh, they'd love it right now. This is a perfect scenario. Well, if, the, if the ladder doesn't change, this is perfect for. I them. think I think this is probably where it will stay. But anyway. yeah, um, Collingwood then at fifth, um, sitting with thirteen and seven, uh, and then also one hundred and thirteen percent. Percent's not as good as those guys, but still pretty good I mean obviously sitting with Richmond 112 not quite into that higher teens and 20s and 30s but still still looking pretty good 113 still fairly good I Collingwood's a funny one like I, I'm, I'm nervous on them particularly with Dugowie, uh out for quite a while still now that's looking like they, a month sorry Collingwood supporters they can't win it no I think yeah. too much I don't know if they can't yeah, so you reckon that's it no yeah. chance no they haven't got the personnel on on board well, how Stevenson comes back is going to be fascinating because he's been out for so long. Yeah, I, I, no Degoe hurts a lot. Yeah, a lot of injuries. I think they can cause an upset. Cox might be a blessing in disguise, yeah. but they can cause an upset. I'm not saying they can't be damaging in finals. I just don't think they've got enough fit players on the board at the moment to yeah. really, really challenge. I mean, again, they defied the odds when you look at the injuries that. This team is still dealing with, which again they probably need. They're to, batting very, they need very to look, deep. They need to look into what's but, going on. Yeah, 
there. They can't have good. two seasons like this. Well, they've had... They, their full list bats very deep, but they've had so many injuries that they've been very, very stretched thin. Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah, I, I think, I don't know whether they can't win it, but I would say it's 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 quite unlikely. The Giants, after the, the game just gone at 12 and 8 now, at 116%, so they're all right percentage, but no. yeah. I, I think there's no way they're winning the flag from here. No. Way, way too many injuries, and they were appalling. I don't, I don't even see them getting past... First round of finals. Yeah, I could see them getting beaten straight up. Yeah, straight up. Um, which is not a bad thing. They probably could do. Giants fans in my opinion. Like, yeah, but everyone thought they were going to win flags before they were even established as a football club. Yeah. So I don't think it's a bad thing, given that they've gone deep the last couple of years with shorter pre-seasons. This just might give some of these players that continue to have little niggles yeah. good rest and then have a strong pre-season without um, the extension of an extra two or three weeks of finals football which we all know is more intense uh, on the body and the mind so it takes a little yeah. bit longer for them to recover so. at 7th Essendon I think you can forget about at 11 and 9th I know they're still in the 8 I actually think they're going to miss the 8 now because I think they'll lose the next two games yeah the next two rounds uh, two games look much tougher than they did a week uh, at fortnight ago and, and after getting pumped by 104 points surely um, some of the players are going to have doubts about where they're at as yeah. a team. And with Freo losing to St Kilda, you could see them bouncing back and then beating Essendon at home. At home, In yeah, WA. It's at home. That's the problem is it's in it's in Perth. And then... No, Stringer, Heppel, maybe. Yeah. Doesn't well, and then, up then they've got to play um, Collingwood, who are going to be much hungrier for that win. Then Which will be the game. Thank you, Google. Thank you. Thank you, Google. And Ed. And I'll make Ed. Cheers. Um, but that's going to be... Oh, that's an enormous night. But at the same yeah. time, hopefully... like I, I don't want Essendon to lose both games because then... Well, one game... Like, if they get pumped by Freo, it does really dampen that night. But I think if, if, if they if play they well or, or they win, win it... Then it makes then it's back that last again. round the biggest game. If it's, not, if it's decent capacities. conditions... They'll get eighty-five to 90,000 at that game. It will be good. Yeah. Um, the Port Adelaide Power, a funny old team, literally topsy-turvy at 10 and 10. How funny is this? I didn't actually realise that until I read it out. So they're literally sitting at, at the team that win-loses, win-loses. They're literally at 50-50 at the moment. And almost uh, 109%. Percent. Yeah. yeah. So almost bang on 100. So yeah. 109.0. So... Um, Funny old team. I, I think they have been pretty convincing the last couple of weeks, though. They have looked pretty good. They did put Essendon away and they put yeah. Sydney away. So they're beating the teams below them. It's just where the... I mean, but, this week they've got North, which I think they can definitely win. Yeah, and, th- and this is when they can make uh, a statement of being a ruthless team. Because if they beat North Melbourne, which we've heard from two or three coaches of top teams this year, so... Yeah say that North Melbourne are the toughest team that they've played this year, Port Adelaide have to win this and solidify that top eight. Um, otherwise, all the teams under them that have got a mathematical chance yep. will start licking their lips. Yep. All of the licking will be going on. Yes. But uh, I think Port Adelaide... Are, <laughs> I mean, on, on paper, they're talented enough to hold this 
eighth spot. And it is a funny. Seventh. I, yeah, I mean, it's a funny time to do this because there's three teams literally sitting at 50 50. Crows as well at 10 and 10. 107.5% only uh, holds these three teams um, in different positions. I, I, so, what do we think? Adelaide were quite gallant. Um, against West Coast. They only yeah. lost by 10 points. And they could have won that game. And had Sloan not get that poke in the eye. A poke in the eye. Um, maybe they get up and win. Had they played Fogarty throughout the year, like we kept saying, for 20 weeks, who kicked five. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get to that when we review the mm. game. But Adelaide, I think... They're playing some decent they're football. They're playing decent football. I'm still not convinced, though. There's two sides either side of them. The Dogs and Port are playing better football, though, right at the moment. Probably. So let's talk about the dogs. They're also ten and ten. They're playing blistering football. Essendon were, I would say, that's got to be. I mean, obviously you've got your Gold Coast, and you know when GWS first started, and you know these really like doldrum games. But that's got to be. I mean, it did feel like twenty eleven down in Geelong, Geelong versus Melbourne, when Melbourne got pumped and they literally killed their coach. One hundred and fifty, hundred sixty points that game. Yeah, it did feel that macabre and bad. It did feel pretty bad. It felt very bad. So I think... For a team in Essendon... To be that poor. Well, had had they win that, won that game, that's yeah. finals locked in for the it year. Was, well, we they were, had so much to play for. I said to my wife, I was like, well, which game do we want to watch? And we were like, well, let's watch that game because it's essentially a small final, really. Yeah. It's like, well, Essendon, if they, they, they win this one, they're, they're 100% locked in. They're, they're you know, built some percent. If the dogs win, they're still in a chance that it's it, it sort of felt like a little elimination. How final. many minutes did you watch that game before flicking the switch? No, I actually watched the whole thing. Oh, did you? I'm Jeez. pretty I'm pretty macabre. That's it. I watched ten minutes of it and went. Sorry, I'm going this back is to the, I'm going back to Geelong and North. To quote, uh, <laughs> and that was even slower. To quote Kill Bill, this is me at my most masochistic. masochistic yeah. Um, it was horrible. Horrible It was a car crash. It was it was very difficult for me to look away. I yeah. think I watched enough of it to the point that I thought. I wonder how many ambulances are in that section. Anyway, like I, I was just to that point. So like, one of them was a mass murder, mm-hmm. and the other was a car crash. Because one was just the Geelong game was horrible. Yeah, but that that was unwatchable though. Like I, I after the game started watching the Geelong game, and I literally fell asleep on the couch. Like it was unwatchable. And then the next day, I thought, all right, I'll try it again. I watched a little bit more. You knew who loved watching that game. I was so bored. I turned it off. Russell Lyon loved watching. Oh, he loved it. Oh, they would have had to hose the box down after he'd left. Um, but I think, um, so yeah, but while we were talking about all that was the dogs and the dogs obviously I think were very, very good, very good. but Essendon were insanely bad to, yeah. to I mean, to concede 21 goals in a row is, is insane. Insipid. Insipid, disgusting, feral. Yeah. And yes, they've got the excuses of not many good players on the park at the moment, but yeah. sorry, you're in the top eight. Deal with it. Yeah. Uh, you shouldn't be losing to 100, uh, by 104 points to any team in the competition. No. And then, so into Hawthorne, so 9-11, um, conspiracy theories. Oh, oh, yeah, well. Um, Tower 7. Do we want to talk about that now or at the end? Well, it was in Canberra, so... There <laughs> might be some people that know a bit about what went on there. No, yeah. Uh, anyway. A few, few weird things happened in this game. Um, snow. <laughs> yeah, it did rain ash. No, I'm joking. Yes. Um, no, but the the... No, look, the, the Hawthorne team has been good at times this year, but generally speaking, it's they're not a been a great season. Well, they've well, been they're, a they're, team they're, in Yeah, they're right in the middle yeah. of, a, of a range of things. So you can't... No. I, I, and while I they're mathematically... Crazily mathematically, threw them in the eight at the end, at eighth. Yeah. But I think that was a bit Literally, silly. the dogs have to drop off 
and I can't see that happening. The Crows, yeah, I can see them not winning the rest of the year because they've got to play the Dogs yeah. and Collingwood. Port Adelaide, no. They'd, while there's a mathematical chance, it's inconceivable that uh, Hawthorne will play finals this year. And as a Hawthorne supporter, I think that's not a bad thing. Frio, uh, also 9-11. I'll make 9-11 again. Yeah, 9-11. Um, 7-11 was a part-time job. What are we... Um, oh, look, Frio... Um, look, who knows? I mean, Frio... Uh, I think their gap it, between the best and the worst is enormous. We spoke about this before we started yeah, recording. So the, the new ground hasn't helped in a lot of ways because it's caused a lot of injuries. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying that out loud. Um, yeah, I know, just like every other person that's been watching football it's the this year. Up, of our film. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, there's not enough stability at Fremont still. Not when the coaches talked about leaving in the media and lots of players want out. And look, they are where they are because they cannot build the culture, a right culture for, for that football club to sustain a longevity of the same players. Mm. Um, and a coach that just wants to actually be there all the time. Mm. I'll make Freya. Freya, yeah. Oh, well, next Way year. to go. Way to go. <laughs> St Kilda also on 9-11. Um, and... 85%. Good win. I mean, obviously, you know, they're not going to make finals now having sacked their coach. That's obviously not happening. That was pretty funny where there was a moment there where it looked like that might have been a chance. Imagine sacking your coach and they make finals. That'd be hilarious. No, it didn't happen. That has to reinstate Richo contractually. <laughs> I was thinking that. How funny would that be? <laughs> if they like drag out Ratton and throw him into the car park and like arrest him. I don't want that to arrest him. Just no. more theatrical. And then they bring Richardson in. Yeah, I mean, Brett Ratton's doing obviously all he can to be the next coach of the St. Kilda Saints. They're playing more attractive football. You and I are just starting to watch yeah. some of the a bit more of the um, game against Fremantle. It's a nice style. It's a nice viewing style of football. Again, murdered with personnel from uh, injuries, and they don't have the depth no. that, to sustain or to to deal with key injuries. So, look, they're they're playing the type of football you want to see at the end of a season that's not pl- going to be finals yeah. as a supporter to think that there's a bit of hope for next year, even though uh, your best player is probably not going to be there next year. No. He'll be the Cats. <laughs> Which we will talk about in the in the season reviews, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, North sitting at 8 and 12. Yeah, um, just I can't believe that's where they are, having seen some of their football this year. They are much better. They've had some very good games. And they've they're had, like the Brisbane Lions of last they've year. They've had some horrible games. They yeah. are, that's true. That's yeah. probably the best comparison. Yeah, what do I call them? The best 14th? Place team of ever known to man. Yeah, well, yeah. So Brisbane, that's Mantle's about taken now. Will that ha- next year? Will we be in a position where they're going to be the Brisbane of twenty nineteen? Uh, I think North are going to be a really strong team next year. I mean, that strong, second on the ladder, strong. Um, they can Brisbane can finish second and drop out of the finals in two weeks. I could see it happen. So I don't you know, want I'll, I'm not going to talk no. about Brisbane until don't we see them, how they no. play football. <laughs> I like uh, Brisbane. Final. I just want to yeah, see what they're, they're like in finals side. football. Yeah. I know what I'm going to get from North Melbourne if they were playing finals because they've got... 14 sp- points. Well, they've got players that have done it. Yeah. yeah. Scotty they were Thompson. terrible on the weekend, though. Yeah, Scotty Thompson's retirement. He probably should have waited till the end of the year. I think everyone just got a little bit sad and that's why they were shit on the weekend. He was actually not bad, though. Yeah, so he shouldn't be retiring, I no. think, but he obviously has had enough. Um, Sydney, 
yep. at six and fourteen. So the That's team that everyone said pretty much you and I picked it. Oh, that over a year ago, basically, nearly. Yeah. Anyway, uh, rebuild. Cal- it was always going to happen at some point. They're on the same points as Carlton, who've been dragged all year for six and fourteen. Yeah. What do we think at sixteenth uh, place, Carlton? Uh, pro- well, about the wins you and I thought they'd get to. Yeah, they'd get I one more. Get six or seven. Yeah, I was a bit Max. more. I said close. You to said eight, eight or nine. Yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> oh, they could still get to eight. There's only two more games. Yeah, they could win them. Yeah, they could. They won't. They're playing Saints, so they could win that. That's true. Actually. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Uh, uh, good, yeah, look good again. Teague train hashtag. Yeah, get on it. Just give him the job, but. Interview a few play, players and whatnot, spectators. Just pretend that you've done your due diligence, Carlton, and then just sign him up. Um, Melbourne. Trainwreck. A disgrace. Worst team in the competition. Worse than the Gold Coast at 18. Yeah, because Gold Coast don't have any talent. That's true. Melbourne have got heaps of talent. That is a very good point. That's yeah. the thing. They don't really have anything to work with. They're running on this, on this smell of an oily rag. Yeah. At least it's something bad then. They, <laughs> they run poorly. <laughs> But yes. uh, uh, Melbourne do have talent. That is a very good point. Anyway, so that's the ladder. That is one through eighteen. As a bit of a take on each teams and where we think they're at. Um, yeah. Look, interestingly, as much as the football hasn't been great, last round was poor. At least we're in a situation where we've got. I mean, there were some good games, but at least yeah. I think this this next round is going to be better. As you pointed out, the top teams are playing each other, but also. We're in a situation where we're still not totally sure where teams are going to. Yeah, finish. I think that's been the trade-off of the year in general. The actual football, if you just look at game by game, hasn't been as enjoyable aesthetically to watch as previous years. But on the same, on the flip side of the coin, we've got one of the most even competitions as far as teams still jostling for finals and then positions within the top eight. Yeah. And on this whole having any given Sunday, which can we just come up with another saying? It's like an American saying that doesn't make any sense to AFL football. Because um, it could be on any given Saturday or Friday or Thursday. Cause or we Monday. Play, or Monday when or we Tuesday. play football. Yeah, Tuesday, any of those days. Anything start ending with Y. ACM. Yeah. Um, yeah, some of these teams that were at the bottom of the ladder or close to the bottom of the ladder have beaten teams above them. So it's good in that sense, but the actual football itself, not so good. The skill levels are... Very, very quick recap before we go straight into the review of last round. So round 20, we did see... We saw North beat Hawthorne uh, by 22 points. We saw Power beat Essendon by 59. We saw the Giants beat Sydney by 2. We saw Frio beat Geelong by 34. Richmond over Melbourne by 33. Um, Adelaide over the Saints by 22. Uh, we saw the Magpies by 69 points over the Suns. Yeah. Uh, and then we saw the Eagles 24 points over the Blues. And then we saw Brisbane 18 points over the Dogs. So that was, I guess, the. Uh, to be honest, out of that, I don't think there's a heap to discuss. Um, I expected Essen to be a lot better than that. It's probably one of the bigger takeaways out of that round. Um yeah, I mean, I probably expected Geelong to be a bit better against Freo over there. I would have thought losing by 34 points, I didn't see that coming. Um, but aside from that, I think it pretty much went to, to script. Yeah, pretty much. Um, 
yeah, I mean, particularly now how bad the Giants were. That's why it got so close against Sydney. They're just not in a great place. No. Um, but let's get into the round just gone to round 21. Uh, so Hawthorne by 56 points in the snow against the Giants in Canberra on Friday night. 56 points. Wow. Where did this come from? Uh, Clarko saying... Look over here, look over here, look over here, and distracting everyone. Yeah. And literally pulling a rabbit out of his hat. Yeah. And that's He twice. coaches quite well against the Giants. Yeah. I mean, the Giants had the wood over the Hawks for the previous probably couple of years yeah. or two years running. And obviously this year um, combined plus 81, I think it is, uh, in the two games that um, they've come up against each other. Probably the best game Hawthorne have played all year yeah. um, from a, a skill perspective and also um, a, a structural tactically, perspective. I think tactically, well. yeah, I think they locked the game down. Defensively, they became pretty impenetrable. Uh, they were very consistent across the ground. And just ball movement. I mean, people have talked a little bit negatively um, on the form of the, the two recruits, the big name recruits in Tom Scully and Chad Wingard. You can tell this was I think a Wingard's game. Been good. Yeah, there was this game in particular. You could see Clarko had a plan right from the start to just build their their base fitness coming yeah. off those injuries. And Wingard was exceptional on the weekend. And, yeah. and I thought Scully started to get that. His, his, his running ability's been there for a few weeks, maybe a couple of months, but his, his speed, I thought his speed was starting to come back. He looks fitter. Really good. A lot fitter, and I think now that they go into a preseason uninjured and they can have a full preseason under yep. the system, I think that next year is when they'll start to fire. Lower score from the Giants. That's the concern I would have from... Which is incredible. I, didn't, I could not believe that given how poor... They were when they first started. That yeah. seems incredible. Yeah, 29 points. So great defensive um, job from the Hawks. Again, though, didn't get to 100 points, so they still have not hit the three figures for the, this year. Yeah, They might get there this week. But, um, yeah, troubling signs and concerns, big concerns now for the Giants and everyone involved at um, Greater Western Sydney that they could a, only Missed muster 29, 29 points, miss a window with... This so exceptional much talent, talent list. but um, just not being able to find ways out of um, bad spots. I mean, Toby Green was literally the only player that stood up for them. Yeah, he's a very good player. I thought Warple was excellent as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Shields, fantastic as well. They're pretty consistent. I thought the whole team was good. Yeah, it was the best team effort yeah. from Hawthorne that I've seen in Long, good coaching all, effort. All this year. Yeah. He he definitely like put a foot on the the cold weather and all that sort of stuff. I thought he was just yeah the whole thing was very well handled. Yeah, done um, done done geniusly. And on the Giants, I thought they were insanely bad. Um, aside from Toby Green, really, he's probably the only one that gets a pass. Maybe Tim Taranto to a degree. Yeah, uh, that was the only one I kind of wrote down as someone I thought was good. And there's not, I mean, Jeremy Cameron, when he's not getting the ball, there's not much he can do. No. So, yeah, disappointing. I thought I thought their two rucks didn't work very well. No. I they, Segler, and they, I thought Segler by himself just destroyed both of them. I think they should, I think the Giants should really go after Sam Jacobs in the... Yep. If they're going to make a tilt for it soon, I think they should definitely go after any ruckman they can get, Paddy Ryder possibly as well. 
Um, yeah. I, I, I just think there's a handful of clubs that have got, they've got deep. There's actually quite a few ruckmen hanging around at the moment. I yeah. think I think it's a good idea because right now, like Hawthorne, uh, Mark Pidnat, Pidney, not um, getting home, can't get in there. Like or, or Segler, and either either I think that could work. I mean, that probably will come into the patent trade anyway. Yeah, I think yeah that that's yeah they, they do they need a ruck they need another ruckman yeah that's they're, they're, a, actual legitimate ruckman they're in a very bad position ruck wise yeah um, Saturday's games uh, so we've got first up Melbourne versus the uh, Pies uh, Pies by seventeen points so this is a weird game so fifty three to seventy Pies really took their foot off the gra- gas in the back end of the game I mean this this should have been. 45, 50 points. It, this this should not have been as close. They, they, I think Melbourne kicked the last five or six goals. Like, it was actually yeah. really poor by Collingwood at the end to really just let, you know, let, just let it go. Potentially go, get oh, back I in. I know Melbourne are terrible, but I think they thought, no, well, we'll just sit back. It's a good mentality to it's have. It's poor. Heading any... into finals is not good. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's no good any time of the year. I think that's, it's, a, it's a lazy way to be as a team. And yeah. I don't, I'm obviously Bucks didn't... T- tell them deliberately to do that, but um, well, he looked in the box. Yeah, uh, I mean, some of these players maybe they're concerned that the injury list is so bad. Do they risk it any going any further? I don't know, but they did what they did. They got the win. Melbourne, I mean, it was good to show see that they have some fight left in them because I actually thought they were just going to tank for the rest of the year. Yeah. They're terrible. Well, nah, terrible. Yeah. This year they've been terrible. Uh, disgrace as always, but there's no point going over that again. Um, <laughs> just beat a dead horse. But I think, yeah, the Collingwood were yeah poor, very poor in the end. But they they were they were good. But yeah, they they look very tested. They look very very stretched. Yeah, very stretched. Um, to, to for it even to get this close against a very bad side. They get, yeah, they look gassed in in that last quarter. It's yeah, it's it's very concerning heading into the back end of the it year. Does. Uh, power 103 to 56, power by 47 points. Um, big, big win. Sydney just can't score. Um, they just don't win, obviously, no buddy. Um, they're really, really struggling to get, you know, they kicked 7 14, so they were very inaccurate, but at the same time, they are really struggling to seriously pile on much of the score, and the power were pretty consistent across the, the patch. I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the good signs for Sydney for the coming years, the blood at all. Lot of young kids, kids look great. That's been a positive this year. Yeah, and but as we've said um, over this year and last year, teams with these young players, if yeah. they're not managed right, get really tired towards the back end of the year because it's new to them and they just don't have that base fitness level. No. Port Adelaide, I mean, they've dropped some of their key players and they have been pretty good at resting these young kids and just giving them a bit of time off, and it's starting to ironically work in their favour they're yeah. playing some really good football at the right time of the year and I think they'll continue that form of the Port Adelaide Port Adelaide I said at the start of the year should be playing finals I had them much higher on the ladder their talent just is too good to not warrant and these kids that they picked up in the draft are just superstars yeah I think the thing for me is with Sydney this year like as good as it's been to blood these kids and as good as it's been to kind of build that up it, it, it's again another game where it's Florent, Heaney, Lloyd and Rampy, you know, doing all the work. Maybe a couple of others, but generally speaking, there's not too much more than that. Um, whereas you've got, you know, Houston, Rosie, all those kids, um, such a spread across the ground. I mean, I think they still, I mean, I think, yeah, Port. I oh, think Port's kids could, are better in Port's quality. Kids are, I think yeah. so, but I think Power is still missing 
um, some serious pieces to challenge for a flag. I, I think they need, and I think this this they're quite lucky in terms of where the team's at right now and the trade period they're about to come into. Because they, they've gotten these kids, they use those picks very well, and now we're coming into a trade period there's going to be a lot of players available. Uh, if, they can get a, if they can get a key forward or if they can get if they can get Ryder out and then get some good things back for him, um, yeah, I, I, I think they're a, a big, big chance to be fantastic next year. Yeah. Um, it'd be fascinating to see what happens with, with um, Hinkley, yeah. but yeah. They get Ryan Burton back this week or next, and that'll yeah. help a lot as well. And then I'll, obviously they've, they've got to squeeze Ollie Wines in there. Yeah. I mean, this is, yeah. Anyway, uh, it powers yeah. a long power conversation, really. Yeah. But I, I think, yeah, Sydney obviously have been, been pretty poor. They, they just don't have the weaponry to, to no. do it right now. But yeah, I, I like where Sydney's going. I agree. Um, Lions by 91 points, 144 to 53. Brisbane are very good. Gold Coast are very bad. Yeah, arguably one of the top two teams in the comp coming up against. Arguably one of the bottom two teams. It is comp. really incredible to see the gap in Queensland football at the moment, isn't it? Like, I mean, this is just amazing to see. Considering one a team has no back. money being thrown at, and yeah. the other getting all the cash in the world. Well, it just shows money is not not, doesn't not necessarily going to make a whole lot of difference. No. I actually listened to the the Herald Sun podcast recently, which is very good. It's a great idea. The Sacked podcast where they interview coaches and stuff that have been sacked and they were interviewed um, Guy McKenna. And he was saying, you know, like I, we, we kind of pushed the idea, you know, with resilience in terms of, because uh, I think he was actually quite unlucky, Guy McKenna. I mean, I know there were some terrible decisions made at the Gold Coast during that, that time, was, but a lot of it wasn't necessarily his fault. No, I reckon it was the worst decision they made is sacking him. Possibly, yeah. And I think, it, yeah, I mean, Carmichael Hunt might have been financially worse, but I know what you're saying. But, yeah, but I think in terms of the, the what happened with it, his whole thing was that, you know, imagine if we can, you know, build this resilience with, with what we've got. And, like, he, he talked about a lot of interesting ideas. And that's the thing, like, I, I don't think it's it's completely down to money. Like the St Kilda facilities were pretty poor back in the day, and I, you know, they made well not real real back, well definitely yeah. real real back in the day. But in terms of the 09, 2010 era, uh, you know, they're playing Collingwood in the grand final, and during the nineties, the, they like I went and saw a, a training uh, one night down at Moravan, and they were horrid. I mean, my local footy club had better facilities, yeah, uh, but that was a team that had Lockett, Lowe, Winmar, Harvey, Burke, and yeah, I mean. They pushed Adelaide and they yeah. should have won a flag, but yeah, it's got nothing to do with that. I mean, the facilities now are good, but having handouts from the AFL don't necessarily mean much at all. Yeah. Um, and then, so that's, yeah, I don't think there's anything to discuss. Obviously, Gold no. Coast, are, they're, they're two you know, different directions at the moment, those yeah. two football clubs. And the Gold Coast have been able to kick 50 points for 20 weeks pretty much now. Like, it's been getting to that point. Yeah. Yeah, they, they just don't, they, they, get, they need a lot of help. Um, I'd, I'd, and whether they give them the priority pick and all that sort of stuff is a whole another kettle of fish. I mean, they've been doing it so many times now. I mean, they've been blowing it every time. I I think if you give it to them, they should be forced to trade it so that they can bring try to use that to bring in some mature talent. But then the problem uh, is, how much do you control the club? And I, I don't know. Well, this the whole thing's a mess. Very famous and very intelligent man once said, "Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting the." Was same Cameron Linden said that? Oh, he said that on Friday night. The other yeah, night. he he did not. He, say he that. said it in reverse. That was pretty funny. Yeah, because it was actually oh, no. Mr. Um, Newton. Um, Isaac Newton said that. Didn't yeah, yeah, or um, Einstein, one of those two. Yeah, but expecting a different result. Someone smart. Yeah. yeah anyway, um, so giving them a priority pick is not a good idea. 
moving them to Tassie. I mean, the whole thing is moving them to Tassie would be a good idea. But I don't think. Well, it might be, but there's not enough money there either. That's the problem. Is it's not. No, no. I, I, I. That's the thing. Romantically, I'd like it because I'm from Southern Australia, but I, I don't think it's a great idea. How about another Victorian? How about bringing Fitzroy back? How funny would that be? If they just flipped it again. A country Victorian team would be pretty good. Like Shep. Bendigo, Ballarat, Sheppo. Stop the ice. At the, Met, the Met Suns. Well, they're already on drugs anyway. Yeah, it wouldn't matter. Get no, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's that a long, long conversation. <laughs> we'll be cut off. Absolutely. Um, Essendon and the Dogs. Now, let's just let's just uh, light a cigarette before we talk about this one. I need a uh, stiff drink for this one. I mean... One of the most ridiculous matches I've ever seen, ever, surely. I mean, that's is that hyperbole to say? I mean, it was insane. How does a team... It's going to kick the first goal, too. It was hilarious. And they had a really fast start. 104 points. Uh, they lost by 104. It should have been worse. They have been lost, they've lost by 100, almost 160 points in the last fortnight. A the dogs team, tried so hard, they were tired at the end. A team in the top yeah. eight... It's embarrassing. It's so In embarrassing. I've so lost to two teams outside of the eight by almost 160 points. Uh, not good enough. Obviously, yes, there are some major injury concerns, but as I said at the start, not good enough an excuse because Colling would have done it for two years and they made a grand final last year. Yeah. So, yeah, big concerns at Essen. It doesn't look like their list is as deep as we thought. No. And the I, dogs, uh, I think it's a little too little too late playing this unbelievably good football. Where was it at the start of the year? Where was it? Well, they lost to Carlton the Gold Coast and now they're yeah. beating teams above them by 80 to 100 points. Just, just demolishing teams. Um, <laughs> if they make... It's a ridiculous situation. They're, they're doing everything right to play finals. I, Yeah. Again, as you and I chatted about um, before going on air, it's not right that a team can lose to those two clubs that you just mentioned and potentially play finals <laughs> because it's an uneven this draw. This season is too long. Too long. Listen, what? too long. Play each other once. This is a problem in the NBA too. We don't want a situation where a team... Sorry, I cut you off. No, but, you, but same thing, yeah. We, we go straight into it. They play first round of playoffs. First versus eighth. Oh. Celtics were shit out. It's all over in like two seconds. Our team, the Boston Celtics, were dysfunctional for like six to eight weeks and they made the the playoffs. It's absolutely ridiculous. There's no incentive to play. They hated each other for most of the year and they still made the playoffs. Yeah, too long. Like we should it was be talking a nightmare. Like, we should be into finals mode for the football already. It's too long. Do everybody plays each other once? Have a week, two weeks break in the middle yeah. for a mid-season trade. Make the money out of an all-star game at the start of the season or something. What are they going to do at the Promote start? the women's Maybe game. Maybe at the end. I don't know. Figure something out. Because and take more gambling money. I, I, to be honest, I think that, that would be a better idea than doing this. And instead of... Talk oh, to old mate Google. Talk oh, to somebody. I don't... It's too and, many games. And from that revenue, from the gambling, have a support network or something to counterbalance <laughs> it to that. And, it, and, and instead of having games. In, yeah, instead of having a grand final on the last Saturday, have it in the first Saturday of September because then we Don't actually, spend the money on meatloaf, give it to the players in in in, in all, back all in the, the games. All, all the homeless because then if they've got money, they'll yeah. come to the football. Hey, for less money, go into the salary cap and then say to them, "Well, play less games, yeah. but we'll give you a bit of cash." And then we could have two weeks in the middle of the year where we just have mid-season trade. A break, <sighs> which sounds great. Mid-season trade. 
and, and like pop up and have a break and well. have a break yeah yeah <laughs> have a Kit Kat yeah I don't mind the old Kit Kat snap really nice I don't think I've ever gone they snap in really half not. like Essendon do <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever done in the middle very <laughs> pickle I don't ever think I've done the full snap. Is it as satisfying as it looks on the commercials? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, why don't yeah, we go after this and go to the survey? Yeah, fair enough. Um, anyway, dog, <laughs> so, dog's really good. Essendon really shite. This is, if you want to watch, if you look up Macabre in the dictionary, it's this scoreline. It just says Essendon 33, dogs 137. That's the new definition. It, yeah. This was a, an embarrassing, disgusting... Hard, very hard to watch. It, terrible effort. 21 goals in a row is... is Disgraceful. disgraceful and then speaking of a disgrace yeah talking about hard to watch this, this night of football wow I should have just gone to bed 69-14 Cats by 55 points so it was it was a, still a belting not as much as 191 no. and 104 the previous two at least games. it was goals kicked in the game before that yeah that's true but one team, at least one, one team, team was did, scoring heavily yeah but then so North their lowest ever score in history so the lowest ever score for the club. So two teams so, in one round. Yeah. So two teams in one round have scored the lowest in in their in history. their club's history. Well, Giants have been around for ten minutes, but it, yeah, yeah, it's still not good. Um, Fourteen points. Well, Essendon's Essendon's thirty three. That's got to be in their, their top ten lowest score, surely. Yeah, be close. So that's there's been three. And this is coming after North Melbourne hammered Hawthorne the week before. Well, yeah, and I mean, also North had that that win where they were down last week, you know, and after the function, and you know, they came in and had this miraculous win, and everyone talked about how great Shaw's been, how good it's been. They kicked one goal. It was Goldstein. He's the only major scorer. Oh, for the his night. currency's gone up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One dollar. Well, yeah. <laughs> one year. Oh, one year. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what one massage there. Can we get on to Sunday? Uh, so, yeah. Well, anyway, so John, shit game. Jolly, it was a horrible game. Although Knuckle was good. Sparkle Knuckle I quite like. Mm. Radiglee, very good. Oh, look, I, I think the Cats are going to be fine. I think they, yeah, they, they will start fine. to get it together, and then I think they'll be good in finals. It's a matter of how well they can piece it together. And how many games yeah. they get at G- MHBO yeah, Stadium? Probably zero. I think, don't think there's any more, actually. No, I mean um, finals games. Oh, there will be zero. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> no incentive to finish top. They've got the... No, the Gabba... <laughs> Uh, and then they go to oh no, they've no got one more team. Yeah. They play Carlton. Have, have you told someone in 1995 that Carlton would be in such a rabble that they would be playing Geelong down in Geelong at a tiny ground? Well, they wouldn't. There's no way they would believe you. No way. No, were, not, especially the, not in 1995. They won the flag that year. Exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. They were one of the biggest Victorian clubs. Like that is absurd that they can even consider scheduling it down there. But anyway. Um, so, Sunday's games, yeah, not very good. Yeah, as we said. St. Kilda versus the Dockers. Probably the, one of the better games around. Saints by three points. Good win in the end. Entertaining game. At least it was fast moving. Flowed. Flowed. Uh, 20 goals. Not bad. Yeah, and look, patches of really good skills. Some good marks taken. And good to see... Jack Stephen and Dan Henry return. They combine for about five goals e uh, between them, and yeah. I think maybe forty odd touches. So that's good signs. Um, except for high chance that Jack Stephen's not going to be there next year. Yeah, I think they're probably good to have playing Henry. them now to yeah. get some currency cash, up. Better cash, yeah, cash bro. Um, but yeah, Henry Henry actually looks fit. He looks like he's trimmed down a bit, and 
yeah, I think more game time for him, uh, the, good the better. Yeah, it was a good win. Good home crowd. There was 10 or 15 people there. It was good to see them, you know, S- get a, some Surprised. Happiness. I mean, have, if you watched the first quarter, you'd be surprised that the Saints had to come from behind to win this game because they looked like they were going to they went up. absolutely steamroll. Uh, no. Steamroll. <laughs> Fremantle <Freeman, laughs> could man. barely get their hands on the ball in the first quarter. But yeah, they were horrible you, first quarter. But obviously when you've got one of the, the elites, great players of the, the comp in... Um, Valentine not playing with you. <laughs> so I mean, like, where are you going with this? <laughs> nah, I just wanted to say Valentine because he was a commentator for it because he can't get a game there. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. I know, it's hilarious. Uh, but that uh, no, five, um, in all seriousness, he's a star. And, it, and you take him out of that. He's a joker. Yeah. You, take that, you take him out of that Fremantle team at the moment and they would be... Yeah. Like Tower 7. Those 10 people. They'd be like at, Tower 7. Nothing hidden and they just fall over. <laughs> Those few people at the ground saw saw a good fight, but no, no, not not yeah. Look, good game, but this round was so bad. This was this looked fantastic. It yeah, came back it was the round. Yeah, it was close. It was three points. Yeah, at least it? it was yeah. Uh, Richmond versus the Carlton Blues. Richmond by twenty eight points in the end. Terrible conditions to be terrible fair. conditions. This was in that previous game was inside. That's what was so ludicrous about Essendon Dogs. It was inside. Like it cannot get better conditions, and they were so appalling. Four goals. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Richmond and, and Carlton playing in the torrential rain, and, and they King, were they were actually not too bad. And Carlton kick kick, kick six goals. Yeah, they they were good. They yeah. actually were. They, Especially they, for three effort. for three quarters, they stuck with the Tigs and the Tigs class, obviously, and even without Cochin and Martin, were able to get over the line. Vlosten again proved for the update time he has to be an automatic selection in the pocket or on the halfback flank for the All Australian team. Yeah. And probably get vice captain. He's a star. He's a very good player. Yeah, 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 absolute star. And Richmond, Dion Prestia in his one fiftieth was bloody good. And uh, yeah, they did what they had to do. This he's stage of the year, you don't win. want to go too hard. They need no. to. They just get the win. Um, keep some pressure on all the other teams in that top four. And and five goals four, I think it was out of the two talls in Lynch yeah. and, and Jack. In those conditions, is actually not too bad. Yeah, from two. Big key forwards on, on a horrible day when below that. when a lot of us being played below it. your knees. You'd be happy with that any given probably. Game. I mean, given their their talent, you'd probably want six or seven ideally out yeah. of them. But it's not. It's still it's still in the dry conditions. Well, yeah, nine shots on goal between two of them. Um, at yeah. least they get their well, they get the supply, but they're at least then doing something with that. As yeah, well. yeah, I thought that was yeah, pretty good. Absolutely. But not look. Obviously, Carlton next year. Um, yeah, they they might be tough to make finals, but. Um, I think, um, yeah. It's, yeah, they're going to be better for this year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Eagles versus the Crows. Last game, Eagles by 10 points. Good game. Good game. Could have been an ugly game for Adelaide had West Coast taken advantage of the amount of football they had in the second quarter in particular. Yeah. They had 31 entries into the four, and The football just didn't leave. That they're forward 50 for ages. They just did not put this game away. Adelaide were good. They were combative. Uh, they literally were on the run home in that last quarter and yeah. showed some fight the type of football we'd expect them to play all year, which has been missing. Obviously, didn't uh, help losing Sloan to a poke in the eye. Yeah. Could have been the game now that Adelaide lose that makes them miss finals. I think it might be, but yeah. Yeah, and West Coast, all they have to do is fix kicking goals. 
Uh, they still won the game, so they're still going to be happy. That's the thing. They're winning so many games. Um, but yeah. They've still got one more game at home. They so. do. They're, they're a bloody good side. Um, obviously, all the usuals. Darling, Rioli, Gaff, Shui. You know, they're yeah. a lot of very good players. Sheet. Um, but... Fogarty. Yeah. Why, why, yeah, why, why, why has he not been playing all year? When uh, their forwards have been poor. Yeah, and Don Pike. I mean... He he did coach a lot better this game. He did tactically. He was a lot better, but is it too late? I think he did ask, change a lot of things. Could ask, ask a question: Why has he waited till now to bring in Fogarty? It is, uh, is he? Does he really know what's going on? Can he keep this team together? Does he have old timers? No, because I mean Eddie Betts was better on the weekend as well. To round twenty one for you to make so many changes is starting to get. Oh, yeah, maybe. Well, given how poor Jenkins has been, given how much Tex has not been that great either, a lot of their forwards, like everyone's always like, oh, well, Fogarty's not getting a game because they've got so many forwards. They've got a plethora of forwards. And he comes in and kicks five. Someone even said the other day, Mitch McGovern, he doesn't play there anymore. No. Like half of these, but, but even the ones they've still got, they're dirt, half of them. So I don't know why they wouldn't give him a chance. He comes in, he kicks five. Yeah, crazy. Everyone's like, oh, he's fat. <clears throat> So well, he's just a big kid. I don't he's know if he's fat. fat. If he plays like that, I don't care if he's, he's fat. fat Tex, Walker, Tex Walker's freaking obese. Josh Jenkins even bigger. I think if they if if, if he plays like that, oh, he can't. He's got to be. No, he's got to do something seriously wrong. Like I don't know. He must have done something. Punch bad. his teammate. Something must have happened. I reckon. I I, I don't I don't see yeah, how behind the scenes stuff. I, we we said that a while ago that it, it doesn't make any sense because all the stories didn't make sense. It was like he's out of form. It's like well, I saw his handful stats. They don't look out of form. No. And then it's like oh he's fat. It's like well no no he's not. And it's like oh well he's we got too many forwards and then they drop drop Josh Jenkins. They still don't bring him in. Yeah. Well. Anyway, um, Adelaide are a bit of a mystery. The Eagles, yeah, they're good enough to get it done. This was a good game, good finish. Adelaide came home strong, just not enough uh, accuracy in the end. They kicked twelve eight. Yeah, um, so they did. You know, they did come home with a wet. Sale. They came home with a fair wet sale. Let's do our tips into round twenty two. All right. Um, so the prelim. Look ahead. The penultimate round. Yeah. Uh, second last home and away round. Oh, Friday Melbourne. night. Mm-hmm. Melbourne versus Sydney and two teams that can't win a game. 17th versus 15th on a Friday night. You have to get excited. <laughs> Bloody excited. <laughs> Bloody excited. Oh, I've got a 40th. Won't be watching it. Uh, I'm going to it, nah. so that's going to be yeah, more... No, I'll, I'll, I'll be watching this in the background. <laughs> um, I'm tipping the Ds. I am going to tip Sydney. I think it's going to be hilarious. I we haven't had a draw yet, have we? No, still no draw this year. Draw. Okay. Um, You've tipped a few yeah. draws. No, no, I've always backed away from them. I'm tipping this draw. Game draw. Done. I if we went check the tape. You've tipped quite a few draws, but that's all right. Yeah, no, I've said it, and then I've re- need happen, I? I, I, I don't know. I'm going, See, I'm going with Sydney. I, I think Melbourne are terrible, even in Melbourne. I just think... Draw um, and punch on. Yeah, I don't know. This, don't who care. cares with this game, really? I, I think probably Sydney... Uh, Saturday's games Carlton versus people are going to go there about five Carlton and Kilda at the no, no, G no, no, the G on Friday night in Melbourne Sydney uh, about five five thousand <laughs> they won't get five thousand I think they'll get if it snows at the, in the mountains both yeah. the, but none of the all supporters the players will leave both yeah. um, players the, uh, the supporters players supporters no, the uh, Sydney supporters will be in, down in I reckon um, it'll get thirty-one thousand thirty-one jeez oh, okay that means right. Right, twenty-six thousand okay Okay. Um, yeah, anyway, on Saturday, Carlton versus St Kilda, sixteenth versus thirteenth at the G. Yeah, another game that will yeah, get me a bit yeah, more than yeah, G. A bit, bit more entertaining, I guess. That's still not great. Sixteenth versus thirteenth. Come on, Cat. Yeah, I think Carlton too. 
Yeah, I think Cripps like is going to Cripps is going to have about forty-five touches and four goals. Oh, I'm going to go with Carlton. Stuff it. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, Brisbane versus Geelong. Second versus first at the Gabba. Now we're starting to talk some serious football. What do we think? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a great game. I think. I think the Cats are going to enjoy the warmth and the pace of the Gabba, but I'm going with the. Lions. I, I just don't think they're going to drop this game. Yeah. I think it's they've got to... I'm going the Lions as well. Cats have been too inconsistent over the last kind of month for well, me yeah. to back them in this game. I, as much as I know I said earlier that I think Geelong are going to be better, I think they will, but at the same time, yeah. I, I think... And we're all been... Everyone's waiting for... It's going to be close. ...the Lions to drop a game. I just don't see it happening this round. Well, no, and I've, I've gone against them a couple of times and now it's, yeah, yeah, no. it's getting to that point where exactly I think they're right. probably going to win the year out. Uh, Adelaide versus the Pies, ninth versus fifth. Interesting game. Interesting game, but based Backs on, against the wall game. Yeah, Collingwood. Oh, well, both based on what I saw on the weekend, the Crows played much better football, and it's at home. They're now out of the eight, and they're fighting for survival. Collingwood are playing finals. It's just where they finish in the eight. So I'm going Adelaide. In this I'm game. going to go. I don't want to. I don't want Adelaide to win another. I'm going to go with Adelaide purely because I just think the depth of Collingwood is very stretched at the moment. Very. And stressed. we know there's no to go. We know there's no Cox. We know a lot of a lot of their offense is going to be struggling. And they've got two games. They've got look, two they're days very of, stretched. And they've got two days of training, so I probably lose at least one more player. Yeah. Well, that's it. Training means training. dead. Dead. Yeah. Um, crows for me. Yeah, crows for me. North versus the power, 14th versus 8th. What do we think at Marvel? This is a Marvel. So, while finals are out of stretch for North, I think they beat the power. I think they've got a lot to play for as far as just morale and, and um, just continuity. Well, they were that into. bad against Geelong. Yeah. I just think they love playing at Marvel. It's a, it a, suits them. Oh, I think their pace on the outside just might push Port Adelaide a little bit. And Port Adelaide, Port Adelaide haven't proven oh, themselves. Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide have not proven themselves um, to be the team to stand up when uh, they really need to. No. So I'm going north. I'm going Port. I think Port will just get it done. I think they've, they've got a point to prove coming back into the season. Two wins in a row. I think they'll come home strong. Uh, Frio versus Essendon. 12th versus 7th. Can Essendon pull out an insane miracle? Be, be by far the worst team previously. Yeah, they can. Uh, they've come back and proven us all wrong. Uh, look, I, honestly, I don't really care. Who no wins, stringer. Don't really care who wins this game. Both uh, basket cases for different reasons. Mm. And for that, because it's an Optus, I'm going with Fremantle. I'm going with Freo as well. Sunday's games, Richmond versus the Eagles. Game of the round, probably, I would think. Definitely. Fourth versus third. What do we think? Uh the G. At the G, Richmond have got a point to prove. If they lose this, they lose their grip in the top on the top four. I mean, West Coast struggle a little bit, but West Coast know that they've got a home game at Sue. Well, not Subi at um, Optus. They wish it was at Subi. <laughs> They'd love to go back to Subi. Going old school. Yeah. Um, against. Hawthorne next week. Well, so Peter Sumich, you'd think, would, would play pretty well. Sumich. <laughs> He'd love it with Matera. And, uh, we line up against... Yeah. Uh, no, I'm going, to, I'm going Tiggs in this. Um, I think Tiggs will just... Yeah, just get, do the number. Not not easily, but by that 12. 
two, two or three. Nervous goals. already, and it's only Monday. But I, yeah. I think Richmond for me. But yeah. uh, Eagles have been very good against Richmond of late, so I could absolutely see this going the other way. Oh yeah, absolutely. E- Eagles, Eagles have got their measure. This, be, this should be a classic game Hopefully. leading into the finals. R- Richmond for me. Yeah. Uh, Giants versus the Doggies. Six yeah, a really 10th. good game as well. And the Doggies are flying. The Giants are fluttering. Giants obviously at home, but the Doggies. Don't have any fear going up to Giant Stadium. They play pretty well. They like the dimensions. Should I haven't looked at the weather, but it's usually pretty good conditions out there. And There's so much on the line. Lots on the line. And I think I'm going to ch- probably change my tip because it's Monday. I don't know who comes in. But if the Giants get some of their stars back, especially up forward, if they get Himmelberg yeah. and maybe Kelly or... Any of that, if they get two or three the injured players back, I'm tipping them to win. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I'm going Giants at this stage. Yeah, I agree with you. It's it's just that I feel that the dogs were so good, and they are. It does feel like this is a thing that they're gonna you know make a serious push for finals. Giants were so bad. Like, how do you tip the Giants? They were so bad. Because I don't think they're going to be that. I don't think they can play that bad again. No, they can't play that bad again. If they do, the dog's going to win by a long way. Yeah. This is actually a very hard tip. Yeah. That's why I I want to wait till... I'm going to go... You have dogs, aren't you? With the dogs. Go the dogs. I reckon I might go the dogs. Good work. I think the Giants are falling away. I I don't know. I just think that there's not enough depth for me at all. No, they're struggling. Um, they are struggling. Dogs for me, and then last game, Hawthorne versus the Suns in a classic. 11th versus 18th. What a game. Oh, what a way to finish the round. Thank and the Lord Marvel. something has happened in Jared Rufford's getting his send-off game, because otherwise no one would go to this game. No, you wouldn't think so. Now it's going to get a good crowd. They'll get a few people there. They'll get a few. you got to say thanks to old mate. It's been around. Done a, a few player. things. Got beat f- cancer. Got, yeah, beat cancer. Four flags. Four flags. He's a very good player. No two, positions. Two all, Austra- two all Australians. He's a star. Captain of the footy club. He's a freak. Got a Coleman medal. Yeah. Not bad for a country boy. Yeah. He is a very good player. Oh, mate, Liam Gather. What Liam do we Gather. think? Hawthorne? Uh, I'd be very or surprised. Or you the Giants by two or three goals. They could. It could be an upset in, in a send-off game. No, I think Hawthorne <laughs> might just win by about 80 <laughs> points. Yeah, I think Hawthorne by a long, long way. The Giants are terrible, and it's a, a very emotional game. Yeah, and the Clarko would come out with a gun if they start losing. Like I'd, I'd yeah, yeah. Well, he'll threaten. Or, or he'll threaten to be running around in his nude uh, again. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think the players want to see that. He might, every he might do a nude. Bad run. enough that they saw Isaac Smith do it. Um, recap of the tips: uh, Melbourne, Sydney, draw, draw. I've gone with. What did I, I can't even remember what I went with. Did I go with Melbourne? No, I've gone with Sydney. Sydney that one is terrible. Yeah. Um, Carlton versus St Kilda. Carlton. Carlton, I reckon Carlton. Uh, Brisbane, Cats. Brisbane. Brisbane. Uh, Crows, Pies. Yeah, Crows. Crows, yeah. North Power. North. North for me. Power. Uh, Dockers versus Essendon. Yeah, Docks. Docks. Uh, Richmond versus Eagles. Tigs for me. Tigs. Uh, Giants, Dogs. Giants for Giant me. Dogs. Uh, and then Hawthorne's yeah, Suns by a mile. Yeah. Go the Suns. Go the Suns. Um, that is the round, round 22. 
We enjoy the football. We will get to some questions. Uh, massive thanks to our sponsors from Hops to Home. Check out the AFL vote on Google. Go to your Google search, type AFL vote. vote. You can still vote for the player of the round up until Wednesday. Um, have a look at the players that you've got there. Yeah, a bit of so fun there. You've got Let's Adam Trelaw, Charlie Cameron, uh, Connor Rosie, Jack Darling, Jack Graham, Jack Stephen. They've only gone Jacks yeah. for this Your name round. is not Jack. Um, Good luck. I think there's a problem possibly with the algorithm here, but James Warple actually had totally forgotten his name is James because I just call him the Warp. The Warp. Oh, mate, Warp. The Warpedo. Warpedo. Yeah. Warplicious. Warplicious. And then Josh Dunkley, Dunkley. and Quentin Narkle. And the Narkle. Who's, uh, who out of those out of the would you go? Um, Charlie Cameron. Yeah. Because I think he, he kicked a very good bag. He had the biggest influence on the game. Yeah, Trelaw was pretty good, but Melbourne are horrible. Rosie was very—he is a joke of a player. He's going to be very, very good. But Rising star? No, I think Walsh will win it. Walsh but he's, win but it, he's yeah. still been very good. Jack Darling's been—he was good. Yeah, not amazing. Well, there was no real—he was the standout in a game that didn't have any real standout yeah. players. Jack Graham was a good player, uh, good in the game, but it wasn't a great game because it was yeah, pretty, same. pretty rubbish. Yep. It was great to see Jack Stephen, you know, perform, but he still got goal. the problem as well is he still got another like three or four gears above him. Yeah, Warps I think was was pretty good, but best player in that game it, again. Well, it wasn't but, a great game. It was, no. it was literally snowing in the game. Yeah, um, Josh Dunkley. Good player, but I think there was a lot of good dogs on the night. I don't know whether that... Yeah, he racked up a lot of possessions, and he went at about 35% efficiency. I don't... Yeah, I and don't... he did taper off towards the back end as well. Yeah. Quinn Arthur was very good, but I don't know if he was necessarily the greatest Geelong player in the game. There was a few very few, good players. Yeah, I, I think Cameron as well. He was Cameron, best. for me, is the, is the standard. So yeah. check out AFL Vote. Let's get to some questions. Any more questions? Last chance. Chuck them in. We've got a few to get through. Get through. Let's go. Um, what's the biggest surprise or disappointment of the season... Do you want to go first? Yeah, biggest surprise is there hasn't been some ridiculous headline from a player doing something really, really stupid this Ooh. year. Yeah, I guess the Gold Coast player with who? the rack. I can't even Exactly, you don't know who he is. That's true. There's no, been no like big star story. No, big well, stars. Stevenson got done for gambling. That was a pretty big story. Yeah. That was quite a big story. Like one of Colin's big usually something star really bad. But other than that, if we're just talking, well, not a sad about. I think the problem is like the level got so outrageous. We were expecting like, you know, someone to like nine eleven football nine yeah. eleven every week, and it's like, well, that can't happen every week. No, it can't. Um, but if we're just talking purely football, obviously Brisbane being as high on the ladder, yeah, and Melbourne being a basket case. Yeah, I think I, I was going to say the same thing. I think, to be honest, the fact that Brisbane have essentially, for me, jumped a full year ahead. Um, oh, in some, yeah, for me. Yeah, so for Mary's question there, I reckon to jump an entire year ahead in development is, is a massive surprise. Yeah. Uh, I just did not see them finishing that high in the ladder. And no. you, I, I, I don't see how the biggest disappointment can be not Melbourne. No. To make a prelim and to be getting a, a potentially the second pick in the draft the next year yeah, is, 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 is well it's very rare very to rare. see a team go that high and then that low is yeah That's and it. also I think Melbourne were really really building and you know their marketing in the off season was really good and it really felt like there was genuine momentum they did have that bad loss to West Coast but West Coast went on and won the flag so you kind of justified it in your head yeah and then it all went to hell. So I think yeah. that's got to be the most disappointment. And what we touched on at the start of the episode, I think uh, seeing a really broad and open Brownlow race, I didn't see coming. I thought, I thought again, it'd be maybe four to five players that would be 
up there in well, the, and at this time of year, whereas there's probably 10 or 12. I went with, number one, I went with Coniglio for the Brownlow, and mm-hmm. my second tip was the Bont, and my third was Kelly. So those two of those three could still definitely win it. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I, it, it's still, you're right, it has been exciting how it kind of opened it And is. I had Cripps and the Bond as my two. Yeah. And again, that could still go. Um, yeah. Gary says, so Port will either, will either play GWS or the Pies in elimination away game. How do you reckon they will go? Um, well, the problem is we don't, we just like, right now, there's still two more games to go. We don't know that that's going to happen. Like that's, a possibility yeah. if that if it they very continue probable. to keep winning, yeah. Well, if that's it, it, looking at the fixture, that does not look out of the question. What do you think? Me, if, if that's to happen, I think Port win. Well, Port will beat GWS. Either, either of them, and I think they're and they than should Essen. beat the Pies. Oh, Pies! Yeah, so, I think yeah. they'll definitely beat the Giants. I'd be shocked to see them lose to the Giants, but I think the Collingwood are they, a bit more of a chance. But at the same time, if I, they play yeah. the Pies either in Adelaide or the G. It doesn't matter. I think if they had to face the Giants up there, that's a harder proposition right now. We just don't know how, who comes back for the Giants and the Pies at the moment. That's the biggest yeah. thing, and yeah, anything can happen. But yeah, interesting question. Trout asks, uh, "Where can I buy the DVD of the Essen and Essen Doom game? Uh, can't get it at Bomberland. Yeah, I reckon it might be a couple of years before they uh, release that um, that game." DVD. You might have to torrent that one. I reckon it's going to be quite a, a hidden one. Or you could get KO. Uh, the games are available. KO, yeah. If you want to sign up as a sponsor, that'd be a good sponsor. They sign up. Uh, they sign up. They have games. I think they have replays for at least like a month or even two months. So at least you would get macabre satisfaction for a month. Absolutely. Two months. Yeah, just get on the KO. Even if it's just for a month, you get to see it. Well, actually, that's true. Well, you can sign up two weeks for free. Yeah. yeah go two weeks of, 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 of torture. Torture. For other people, but excitement for yourself. And if you've got the technology, um, you can burn it onto David there would and be sell a it yourself of, on, that's the, true. on the ducknet. There would be a dodgy way of recording it, probably. Uh, hi, we do not condone any of this. No, 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 that's bad. Don't do that. Uh, old mate Aaron says, how do you reckon dogs can make finally? I reckon he means the finals. Um, how? By winning how? football. They need to win games, and then they'll have made the finals. No, yeah. but seriously, like... They literally. How? They well, just how have. They to, need to win the next two games, but like. But that's still out of their control. They need to win the next two. Well, they should have won games earlier in well, the. Well, Carlton and, and the and Gold Coast they need so, to have beaten. Yeah. yeah. So they've got Adelaide. They got the, the Giants. They got the Giants, which I think they can win. And then they've got Adelaide but the and Ballarat. Is got Adelaide and Ballarat. They're two games that I think they can win, but I think they'll only they're win not easy. just. And they're not easy games. And they're not easy games. And I think even if they do win them both, they're going to win them by a small percentage, yeah, which so is not which, ideal. No, not ideal. So They tough. need percentage as well. So at the moment, all they can do is win games of football to give themselves a chance. If they lose this round, yeah, basically done. But yeah. they didn't give them... They, they've left their run too little too late. It's not in their hands anymore. Um, Hungry Jack's round I guess oh hang on there was something else before that uh, do you reckon whoever wins between Richmond and the Eagles may wins the flag just like she West Coast deaf Collingwood during a round game before winning last year's heat I Is want it a question? <laughs> he's on Whatever he, crack. Too many. So I actually no, too don't, many I don't from, read the questions before I read them out live now. So that's, too many beers. Too many beers from Hobster Home. Um, he, this guy's loaded up on Hobster Home. He's he's worked it out. He used the promo code a couple of times. 
Um, we'll try his second so, question. So, hang on, 1925 when North joined. <laughs> no, that, that's not a question. It's sort of, yeah. Do, do yeah, you reckon... Could. What's do that you, got to do with anything? Oh, well, no. I think it was because we, we said uh, however long it's been since North started. Because oh. remember how we spoke about the 14 points. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah thank gotcha. you. Thank, thank you. Yeah, thanks, Leo. Um, do you reckon whoever wins between Richmond Eagles may win the flag? Yeah, mm. I think that... Well, I, I've said for quite a while, I think it's going to be a Richmond Eagles grand final. So, I... I Maybe, but the, the problem is... They've both got to get there first. Well, they've got to get there, but also the problem is how the ladder falls. That so yeah. often dictates how, how the grand final is. I know that sounds like a silly point, but it is. Like it's A lot of it does come down to luck in some respects, yeah. like of who you play and how the fixture Absolutely. rolls so, through the year and how it all plays I, yeah, out. Yeah, I, I agree with a lot of people out there that these are the two premiership contending favourite teams. Yeah. And But I don't think the result of this particular round's game will reflect who... Wins the grand final. Yeah. If that makes sense. Hopstone. Check it out. Hopstone.com.au. Use the promo code AFL Deep Dive to get a $25 discount off your first pack. Check out AFL Vote. Lodge your votes for the week. We have gone with old mate Charlie yeah. Cameron. Absolutely. Um, oh, but thanks, Nathan. We love your work too behind the bar. Old mate Nathan at Mr. West, I believe. Mr. West, yeah. If oh, you're I, a, I still if, need to get over there. Yeah, definitely check it out if you're into cocktails. He does make a mean one. He means them. Um, check out... All of the Beyond the Game content as well. We will be back next week. Apologies for the interruption last week. Hopefully, no one gets sick again. Let's I delete. No, 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 no. We're, and we're definitely not trying to emulate uh, Ben Simmons by avoiding our commitments. No, that's <laughs> sorry, true. I had to throw that in there. He's all right. Get off him. Otherwise, he'll never return to Australia and do anything for us. I don't reckon he's going to anyway. No, no. he's getting too much cash at <laughs> Philly. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, guys. Imagine uh, if he hits a three. That'd be exciting. Well, if he hits a three, he'll get bonuses. Yeah, then maybe we invite him back. Wow. See you guys. See you guys. Bye. Cheers.